Okay, so we have just read through the Mimer Chazal, Gemur and Sota. And Paro said, let us, be, let us act wisely with him. What is that referring to with him? We should have said with them. Um, so we say that it means with Moshe and Shal Yisrael, that uh, how can we, you know, that they understood that Hashem operates according to certain principles of Midah connected Midah, and uh, whatever they are going to do to us, Hashem is going to be limited and forced to only um, punish them in the same way, so, and yet He has limited Himself in a different way of not bringing or swearing to not bring a flood to the world, so then they can punish, they can punish the Jewish people with, or afflict the Jewish people with water, and they will not be punished. They did not know two things. First of all, the oath that Hashem took was that He will not bring a flood to destroy the whole world, but He could bring a flood to a particular place. And number two, that Hashem has a way of bringing them into the sea itself. He will bring the sea out of its boundaries, but he can bring them into the sea. Okay, so says says the Maral on, on this. The Digdeku Razal because of Azer. Vavagav Shenichtav Kol Aposek Veloshin Yachid. Hinei Am Bnei Yisrael Atzum. So, we pointing out it's not as strange to use a single language. We're referring to a nation, and we're uh, and the pasuk is referring to a nation as a single na- a nation. A nation is one thing, one entity. So, this one thing, which is darshan every single time in this pasuk, they refer to them in, in a single language. So, what's so strange? About Hava v'nischach malo, that's been the tone of of the of the parsha. Shebavade derech hakasov lehazkir veloshen yachid ha'am. A nation. It's fitting to refer to a nation in a language of yachid. Aval milas lo shebukol makom nidrish lemiut lo v'lo leacher. And derech hakasov lemuchtav al harabim. So I say lo to him and not to somebody else. So then you shouldn't say it on the rabbim because it's very specifically singular. V'chilu gadol bein atzum. Atzum is singular, strong. Ubein milas lo. Officially, we say they're both singular. No, no, they're different. Shaharei, lo nimsa b'shu makom sheyidrushu loshen yachid lemiutei, except for lo. Ve'efshar lavo loshen yachid arabim. Meaning, it is okay to use atzum. Or some other language of rabim, 
or some other language of Yachid to refer to a Rabbin. That's not so terrible, right? That you can do that. Aval, Loshem, Hamash, Mamiut, but a language which actually tells you him specifically and not somebody else that you can't use for, for a Rabbin. There you cannot do it. So he's distinguishing between different types of singular words. There's a singular word which is singular, but it doesn't necessarily connote mute of singular and not anybody else. But if you're talking about a rabbim, to use a singular, which also means him and not anybody else, that you, that, that you can't do. Lachain. Darshuzal. Shizos hamila bo lomar nishachma lemoshian shel Yisrael. Which means, let's just speak it out for a second, right? Atsum means strong. So I can refer to a single a person as single person as strong. I can refer to a group of people as strong. It's not a pointer, right? It doesn't. It, it, it's not a pronoun, right? Low means to him, which is why it excludes, right? If I if I point a vector in a particular direction. That means specifically in this direction and not anywhere else. The vector can only go in here and not there, right? So if I'm just uh, using, the point is there's two different things. There's everything can be done in a singular or in plural language, right? But when I'm indicating, I'm pointing, that's always something that's coming to direct my attention. If I would have said, for example, let's say the Pasuk would have said, Hava let us be wise. Let us act wisely. And it wouldn't have had the pointer. It wouldn't have had the indicator of to him. Right? So we still would have known that it's let us be wise as it pertains to something. Right? So the to him focuses, zooms in my attention on this particular subject. So there, the language singular is much more stands out, right? To, to exclude and not to him, not to there. Whereas if it would be plural, that would not be the case. So here it would actually be incorrect to use low, right? Whereas just atsum, okay. Um, Strong, so, so I use a, I use a singular instead of a just it's it's a question how is it um, like conjugated? What's the word conjugated? Yeah, like a right. strong singular versus strong, strong plural. Right? So there, uh, it's not a contradiction to it. Okay, fine. Now that was just a little bit of of, uh, of grammar to explain to us, but also you see how how interested the morale is to understand the words of Chazal, right? Where is this coming from? Let's justify it. Let's explain it. Okay. Now, ve'ena das, ve'en das razal, ki pirush lo 
lemoshian doesn't mean Chazal do not mean this was not their intent that it means that they said let us be wise to him to Hashem rak hey mefarshim lo la'am kimashma'o no it still means let us be wise towards the Jewish let us be wise how we conduct ourselves towards the Jewish people whoa that sounds at least strange. Said Moshe. Huh? At least said it was Moshe. No, Moshe. Uh, Moshe and Yisrael means Hashem. Hashem, Hashem. Oh, uh, I don't know. Wait one second. Uh, last time we read, like, who is Moshe and Yisrael? It's Hashem. Then they said, well, Hashem is going to punish us with Midah. Oh, that's so true. let us uh, act in a way that he won't be able okay. to punish us. Yeah? But so the Poshab shot, you read this, it means, oh, that's what the Poshab means. Let us act wisely towards Hashem. No, that's not what Chazal means. They do mean let us act wisely towards the Jewish people. So then we're saying, wait, so we just came back to Pashib Shat. Let us act, act wisely towards the Jewish people, not towards Hashem, but you just told me, Lo is the language of Yachid. It's a, so that's why it's coming in. Uh, so it can't be going on the Jewish people, it must be going on Hashem, right? Miles seems to be undoing the entire drasha of Chazal. What are you going to do with the Chazal? So he says like this, Rak, Sheretzono Lomar, it's similar to what he did in the previous Pasuk, when he said, Vayakam Melech a new king stood up over, over Egypt, right? So what was the Pshat in that? We had a, we had a Machlech Samaroim on that. What are the two options of Melech somebody? Is it making Mamish? Is it just, uh, is Chadish is the Eros of Good eye. That's what you said before you learned the morale. Yeah. But having learned the morale now, what what is it? What does it mean, Noah? Okay, let's let's go back and read it again. Okay. Um, you see where he says, Ulema'an de Amar, Shinis Chachuk Zerosov. Nero Lomar, Shalohaya Hamelech, Shahaya Bime Yosef. Doesn't mean it was the same king that was in the days of Yosef. Ki ain Nero. You should live for hundreds of years. So Maral said it was a, is a matter of dynasty. Right? The one that said it was a Melachadish Mamash, it means it was a brand new dynasty. The one that said it was Nishadish Bixerosov means it was the same dynasty, but that they drastically changed their policies. We even gave the analogy of the Democratic Party, which used to be um, supportive of Israel, and, and now they become anti, right? Even though it's the same quote-unquote dynasty. Right? Sure. Fathers, mothers. No, not, not, your, not your parents, I'm saying the party. The parents, the father, Do your father a senator or a congressman? 
Oh yeah. Uh, okay, so I don't mean the entire every single individual, <laughs> but there certainly has been a very yes. substantial shift in the party's policy. Okay. Um, so. So. Uh, so to so the point is, you know, Maral kind of like gave us the amkus of what Chazal is saying. Chazal not coming to say as much as we thought, because again, the pasuk, pasuk of the pasuk is what Vayakam Malach Chadash, right? So one of the one of the opinions was going to turn out that actually wasn't a brand new king at all. Whoa, that that's a very big deviation from the simple words of the pasuk, right? Well, says no, no, no. Clearly, it was a different person. It wasn't the same person for hundreds of years, right? It just, the question is, was it a new dynasty or, or the old dynasty, okay? So over here, Pasuk says, let us act wisely towards him. The whole Pasuk is talking about Klausrel. Marl says, we're not coming to tell you we're not talking about Klausrel anymore, right? We are still talking about Klausrel. So, okay, but, so what do we do with the Gemara Sota? What is it telling us? So he says like this, Um, obviously to him means to the nation like the simple understanding of the words it's referring to the fact that we are a special nation and we are Therefore, like one person, we're miyuchad, we're designated to Hashem, and therefore we are like one person, mamash. Incredible. So he's saying, how can the Pasek refer to Klausel with the language of lo? Lo means to him which is a type of a language that you can only use towards a single person. You need to say, uh, to use a, a singular language, you could use it towards the uh, Egyptians also. For example, it says, and we saw Mitzrayim coming after us. Right? That's okay. It's not, that's not, it doesn't have to change the Pshat and the Pasuk. Right? But lo, that's got to change the Pshat. It can't, it has to be singular, like actually one. I, but it's referring to Klausel. Yes, Klausel became literally like a one entity. How so? What is it that united the Klausel so much so, so much more than any other nation in the whole world? That here you have a Rabbim that can actually be spoken about as a Yachid. Maybe this is a wonderful thing. Oh, that was it? The answer is the surah that is hal upon us from having Hashem as being our God. The Hashem is what defines us as a single entity. Like we say in our tefillah, Gimon Bracha says that in our tefillah, says Shema Yisrael Hashem Makem Hashem Achad. Why wouldn't some idol define another? Right. Because an idol doesn't need to have a single nation. An idol can have many different people serving him. Many different individuals. Idols 
the whole point of idols is is uh, polytheism, right? Is that there's many, many idols, many people, many desires, many, many, many forces, uh, many goals. Right? Hashem is completely one, and therefore the nation which is His is also only one. But isn't that the nation pre-existed that designation? So, therefore, he's trying to have his cake and eat it too tomorrow. He wants to say that they, that we are, at the end of the day, like the Pashup shot words of the Pasek, referring to Klausel. But Chazal telling us that it's referring to outsmarting Hashem. Yes, because the oneness of Klausel stems from the oneness of Hashem. Means the oneness of Hashem that makes us almost grammatically incorrectly so referable as low to Him, singular. So the Chazal looked at the Pasuk and said, Whoa, you are calling a nation, many, many people, low, singular, to Him. How can you say that? We never use that for, for, for many people. Answer is, because it, they're including Hashem in the picture also. I mean, they're, they're, they're referencing the, the power that makes us one as well. Is the nuance between this and Vayichan, is that, like, this is a qualis level? Again, Vayichan is not a problem. Vayichan is just regular. That, that's just singular, regular singular, which can just refer to a nation. Just like a tsum or any other description which is singular language as opposed to plural. Here we have a problem, it's a pronoun, which means low, velo l'acher. It's not just a singular, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah? Yeah. Let's yeah. just finish the sentence. Yeah. And it's that agdus, the, the agdus the Klausel have, this unique agdus the Klausel have, which stems from Hashem, Shema'achadosam, that's the one that Mitzrayim said, let us, towards that Achdus, let us be Neschachim. And that's what it means, Lemoshim. That's where the reference is to, to their Savior, to Hashem. Okay, so no. The, the salvation is only from Hashem or from the unity? From Hashem. Yeah. But Hashem is that force that unifies us in such a way that it is, becomes fitting to use a singular pronoun for a group of people. Lo means to it, right? To him. It must mean to it in the masculine, right? Yes. Can we say why? I don't know why you have to say to it, meaning in this case it's to him, but fine. We, 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 uh, fine. We don't have that. So if you want to say if nation is singular, then you can say to it. Right, it exactly. I mean, we don't have this kind of nuance in English where you, there's a difference between masculine and feminine, feminine in, in, can we say it, right? You can't say it. In, in Hebrew, you can say low or la. Right. right. You in could English. refer to inanimate objects um, as low or la, but right. you can also refer to animate objects as low or la. It doesn't always have to be inanimate. It can also be animate. Okay. So what, what's the problem with just having it be very posture that this is referring to the nation, to it? Because because Chazal understand that 
a pronoun, a singular pronoun, must refer to one item only. Even though um, other words can be singular when used in, a, uh, in relation to when you have many items that were put together into a bowl. Right, for example, right, you have a, a, a bowl of, of grapes. So now it, that, that you, we could call, we could say, you know, it's uh, uh, um, I could call it delicious. And then in Hebrew, that would be, you know, well, okay, now, um, yafe, I can call it pretty, yafe, not yafim, not mm. uh, plural, right? That's okay, I can call it pretty, right? Singular. But if I'm using a pronoun, then being that it carries a connotation of, of specifically one, mm-hmm. Then I ca- I cannot use that as referring to many, even if there is some sort of a loose um, concept that ties them together, such as a nationhood. Right? I mean, you have many individuals, right? So why would you ever refer to them as strong or um, any other language which is singular? Answer is because the nationhood, which is a loose concept, ties them all together, and then we could we could see them as one. But for a pronoun which is exclusionary it is him and not anybody else there it, it doesn't suffice except in this case because it's referring to the power that unifies us to become absolutely one which is Hashem okay so we don't really have this nuance in English this is a, this is a Hebrew nuance okay fine yeah. the, the other question I had was why isn't that the fact that we all come from Yaakov a, the unifier we said we said like the Avodah right? That's not a, it's, that's not an, a unifier because it comes from different mishpachim. It comes from different. I feel like it's like back to Avodah without having any shekels to each other. Not just that. Avodah is itself something that's a, a, is a, is a power of mag- of multitudes. There's many of them, many of these, many different things. Um, well, stemming from one person itself should not be enough. I mean, just because you know. Um, um, Genghis Khan, you know, he had a lot of offspring, so what? Like, that's not, uh, that doesn't, uh, you're right, on a deep level, the f- why is it that we all come from Yaakov Avinu, that we all have, that we all kind of have that one unifying source? It has to do with this, right? But at the end of the day, that's all, but that really the, the force that unifies us all, the highest level is, is uh, Hashem, who is one. How was it the persecution? Those are all have those are all uh, mikra. I mean, you, okay, you had persecution, or you could have not had persecution. Now you don't have persecution anymore. Those are all th- you know things that, to a certain extent, help to define a nation. But so too, other nations have had other experiences that unified them in certain ways. That would be enough to refer to them um, with a, with an adjective, which is in a singular, but not a pronoun. Singular pronoun means that this is the definition of this nation is one, which can only be from our um, definition of ourselves, which is we are Hashem's people, Hashem's property. Okay, let's let's finish up the paragraph over here. The Chokhmah Hazos and this cleverness that they had 
to decide to do ki hu yis borach hamehave as kol hanimtsoyim he creates everything umeito hakol nosein hatsura vehomer he gives to everything the form and the matter vekasher yitso hai yitsurim min harawi when the formed things have deviated from that which is fitting for them, Asher Yeshlehem, Linhog, Al Haseder, which they deviated from the order of things that Hashem has predetermined for them, Asher Seder Osam HaKodesh Borohu, which Hashem has organized, Umadir Asatsura Asher Borah HaKodesh Borohu, and this has now, they have now violated. They've transgressed the form that Hashem has given them. And it is known to, to any intelligent person that a tzura is something which um, gives permanence to the thing, meaning the boundaries, the definitions, the outer form of something is what allows it to be. That's what gives it integrity. Right? If I didn't have a person doesn't have skin, right? You know skin doesn't do anything, but it just prevents the outside from a- acting upon us, then your a person would quickly dis- disintegrate. Any object without the perimeter, the walls, right? Uh, the walls of a house don't do anything except to help it to be a house. Etc. So he's saying that if a, if someone has violated the gedorim, the boundaries that Hashem has <laughs> determined for them during Sheshem Ebrachus, or the creation of the world, so then the he's explaining why it would be midah connected midah to punish them with water. Right? Why? So he's going to punish them with water. Ubimayim ein kiyum basherheim. Nigarim Artsa. Water is the opposite of it. It it Nigarim means to like rake or scrape or totally cleanse and remove the land. Mute Tsurosam Lonamar Bamaim Briavitsira. Okay, uh Baparsha is voracious. Meaning, the, the water is such a baseline, it, it's just the homer, it's just the material without really any serious form or, um, it's a little bit deeper discussion, but um, basically everything is comprised of the matter, form, and uh, then some outer trappings, some some uh, tikkunim. Yeah? So water is ju- it doesn't have any form to it. It's formless. You put it into a into a vase. It's one way. You put it into a bowl. It's another way, right? So water is exactly the thing that represents something that has no definition to itself, which is really all it is is a power of destruction. It's not something where where you can live, where you can where you can do anything meaningful. It it wears everything away. It just it, it just removes. It breaks. Right on dry land, you can 
establish things, you can build things, you can have tables and chairs, etc. In, in water, everything just gets washed away. Everything just becomes without any form to it. But also, is that there's always there's the opposite. What, in what way? Which is that it cleans, so that anything that is not the thing. It cleans. Right. Okay. So it's, so again, so it removes. So if you use only a little bit of water, so it'll just remove the things that don't have too much form. So you have some dirt stuck onto your table and you wash it down with some water, right? So the dirt, which doesn't have too much form, will get washed away. But if you use a lot more water, you would destroy your whole table. Yeah, it's something that, that, that doesn't have any form to it. So it destroys other, uh, the form of other things as well. There's a lot to do with the Pshat and Mikra. That's strange. It's destroying the existence of the thing itself. The thing itself goes into a mikra. Its existence ceases to exist. One second. So, uh, <laughs> and this is a proof. The fact that there was never mentioned a yitzira by water, that means that they don't have too much of it. Because again, it's something that's lacking that, those, that, that extra form. Okay, so what so is he say what? Water is chomer, yeah, so that's why specifically they knew they would be punished with water because that's that's because they behave in such a way because they, they are violating the boundaries, they are crossing boundaries, they are doing things that should not be done, right? Egyptian, yes, so therefore they should really be have their boundaries destroyed but they with water. They thought this was the last option. They figured they said, what a fire or a sword. They assumed that water would not be. No, because Hashem took a vow. Right. But is ever saying that they should have realized? That, or, or the morale is pointing out to us, like this is obviously the, the path that Hashem took against them. You're asking. Um, well, I'll definitely see that there is there is a midrash. Um, yeah, he's about to bring a midrash about it. See, I think he's gonna weave back to answer your question. Everybody hears Ari's question. He's asking a good question. Nice I mean, Maral is saying that this is an essential, correct way to punish and destroy Rishoyim is with water, because since they are violating boundaries, they're overstepping boundaries, they're destroying boundaries. So they should be punished with water which does the same thing. But many things, this is the question, but many things have the dynamic of destroying boundaries. A sword can do that too. Not really. A fire can do that. No. No? No. A sword um, just cuts a thing in half. The form of that thing is still completely intact. Uh-huh. It doesn't just uh, dissolve, drift apart. The, all the material is still there, 
but it's just no longer attached. Fire that's what water does. Fire, might do fire doesn't do things. No, fire also doesn't do that. Fire actually, fire actually, again, in water, if the thing dissolves, the, the matter is still there, but it's just not attached anymore. In fire, it's the other way around. Is you'll actually have the chars of that original thing. So you can still kind of see the charred remains of that thing. So the material has been cha- transformed, but the shape is still here. Because water incorporates whatever was there, it incorporates it into the water, becomes part of the water. It dissolves. But by fire, fire separates all the pieces, the smoke and the char, and they're all left there, and then the fire leaves. It's not attached to the, it doesn't become part of the fire. Water dissolves something. Imagine I take this cake and I soak it in a bucket of water, and after a week, you're not going to see this cake anywhere. Now, every single particle of the cake is still somewhere there. But all the boundary, all the form that it had, is completely gone. If I take a knife, I cut it in half, it's still there. It's just been cut. If I take a fire and, and, and I burn it, I'm actually changing the stuff itself. Now, as a result of that, I may lose the form as well. That's not really what I'm doing to it. I'm not sure if the model is going with that. So uh, the Gon the Gon talks about it in a Derasaliyali. Breathe, see, I see as matter, mikra ha nidbuk and mikra shen nidbuk. Sorry, what I was saying was not Ari's question, though. Ari's a different question. He, yeah, he was asking, but we see that Egyptians seemingly entertained a number of other alternatives of what they could do to us, right? And then, you know, those were all, potentially they would get immediately negativity against them. And then they said, okay, let's do, let's, let's do, let's afflict them with water because then Hashem's hands will be tied. So he's going to come back to it. But he's saying it's not by coincidence that ultimately they ended up doing with water and they ended up being punished with water. It's not only because of this mistake that they made. It's going to be something much more fundamental that is that Rishwam are always punished with water. Is there a, yeah. Yeah, of course. The Kodesh 